Shut up and sit down. Fire noise. Yes, what is going on, everybody? Noise. What is going on? Welcome to this week's episode, episode 85 of the STS Guys. I am Jeremy. Hey, it's Larry. And I'm Scott. And we are short Nate this week, but uh, you know what? Of course. We're, you know we're always short one person lately. It, you know it what? It to be the trend. It, it happens. It happens. But Scott, before we get started, Kudos to you, sir, for nailing the intro last week. Like, so I finally I, got it right. After like, how many times have I have I tried to step in? Like I, I honestly was listening to the podcast on the bus on the way home. I actually I actually let out a verbal yes. He got it <laughs> on the bus. So he finally he finally nailed it. You, you, you got it. You, you did you did me proud. You did me and proud. Then, and son. then I, and then I really messed it up. So. <laughs> so what's been going on this week, guys? It's well, I want to say week. it's been a week, but here, first off, Jeremy, do we have any new tales from the bus? Tales from the bus? Oh, um, nothing too, nothing too crazy. Um, I said, I said, lately we've been, uh, I said we've been same old, same old. No, nothing, nothing too crazy over this last, over this last week. So, Good. can can I add one for when Larry and I were driving home today? Oh, uh, yeah. at the from the con, I think tales uh, of transportation just needs to be tales uh, of transportation. Yeah, tales of um, transportation. So as Larry and I like so so Larry and I drove home from from Phoenix Comic Fest or fan, Comic fan Phoenix Fan Fusion. Sorry, I, their name has, has like eluded me for the last few few years of, as they've changed it a bunch. Um, we'd pull out of the parking garage, and we and and Larry was smart and parked in a garage that was a decent distance away. So it was kind of on the edge of where it turns into kind of a sketchy neighborhood. And there's legit a man in a shirt that comes down to his belly button, stretching and pulling his pants down. And I'm pretty sure I saw like there, there was definitely Bush, maybe a little bit of tree trunk, like just, just hanging out, just like on the sidewalk, just letting it all for everyone to see. I think I you have to, he was a skinny guy too. It super was right, skinny, yeah. Just because you were saying his belly was hanging out, he was a skinny guy. So he was wearing like a half a t-shirt. I I was driving, so I saw it out of the corner of my eye. I saw the weird looking dude, and then I then yeah, you mentioned All right, something. So, so I was like, I'm pretty, I'm, I'm pretty sure I saw a peepee today. Yeah. Well, That's I, all I, I have to say. I, at first, I was going to ask because like, so, so now that you said he's skinny, I said it, it, it can't be you know his fat Thor cosplay. You know that it, no, that no, it no. Pull this was this was not a man who went to the convention. Let's <laughs> put it that way. All right, all right, real, real, real quick though, real quick, just before we get too deep into the convention, did you guys see anybody like that we saw like last year where they were wanting like said, if there's homeless people doing their homeless uh, their homeless economics of hey taking people's wristbands and then reselling them? I I did not see the resale wristband guy. Me neither, and I did think about it because I, I remembered, um, and I did not see anybody doing that this year. Maybe, maybe they cracked down on that. Yeah. I, I don't know. I walked. I like walked around most of the outside of it by like the two main like entrances, and didn't see anybody. Like there was no uh, no hawking of of used uh, wristbands. Uh, real, real quick, timesies, real quick, just Scott. I'm just. I- before we get to it, you have like an ungodly amount of pillows in here. <laughs> I was going to say you're going to comment on oh, the, the amount of pillows. Yeah, so I repainted my uh, patio uh, this weekend. And uh, so that's from the little day bed and the, the patio set and everything. It's all the pillows. I didn't have another place to put them, so I just threw them in here. Uh, I was going to say, Scott really, really likes his throw pillows. <laughs> I, you know what? Throw pillows are life. Uh, I like yeah. it. So for anyone who's like listening to us audio, there is at least... In picture, there is at least probably 15 pillows. There is a good like 10 more off to the side that you can't see. That is a but it's from that big day bed that's like eight feet round. (laughs) So it's like it's all the pillows that go around this like day bed thing. That is an ungodly amount of pillows. Well, it's like eight feet diameter day bed that goes on my patio like do you know how many even still still, that's an ungodly amount of pillows. All right. Yeah. So do you all right. Do you guys 
like pillows on the couch because I feel like it's completely unnecessary. I that one needs them. Does like it, it doesn't. Right. It doesn't have like a backing, so it has like the. It, it's patio fucking furniture, so it has yeah. like a seat, and then it's like the little wicker, and like metal frame with wicker on the side. Like sure. you need something for else you're gonna have that wicker shit digging into your back. So our when we when we moved, we bought a new couch. Um, I think it seats like six, maybe seven people. It came with fifteen pillows, fifteen giant like. Uh, at least three feet by three feet pillows. They might even be like four feet. They are these huge, huge pillows. And I wanted to not get rid of them, but like put them up, man. Cause like they take up the entire couch, but my wife wasn't having it. I think we're down to four. So I got her to get rid of like nine pillows. Um, are they just, are they just shoved in a closet somewhere? Yeah. I think she put them in the garage somewhere, <laughs> but uh, no. I'm not a fan of, not a fan of I, the pillows. I, the I 100% agree with that. Just because I said, kind of like you with moving into a to new house is that I bought a new I bought a new couch for the, the living room and I think it came with like a good like six pillows and I get I, I wanted to get rid of them all like I said it just like I don't, I don't like pillows there I'm like like I said one because the majority of the third pillows they're not comfortable at all no like I, said, like I said it's not like they're soft where you can just grab one like hey you know what I want to take a nap seize right now and you know on, on this pillow typically like I said it's it's like sleeping on sandpaper and yeah. I, I don't want it whatsoever. I, I know how, I, I love how we're basically you know ten minutes into the podcast and we're, we're talking about basically our throw pillows. We are we are, we are talking pillows. Um, yeah, and that's the same. Most of these are <laughs> most of these are designed to be outside. Yeah, and they are not comfy because they are like it, it, they feel like like thick denim for the most part. Like because they're made to be outside. So when you lay on them, you're like these are not comfy. They are legit like back support only. <laughs> so let's get, let's go into the con because we could talk pillows forever. We so could tonight tonight's episode episode eighty five is all about Phoenix Fan Fusion. What is Phoenix Fan Fusion? You ask. It's formerly Phoenix Comic Fest, formerly Phoenix Comic Con. It is Arizona's premier comic book convention, which is now called Phoenix Fan Fusion. And Nate, Scott, and I all went this weekend. We did. I know. I, I was I was sad, and I had to live basically through the Twitter, through the Instagram, and through the Facebook uh, of your adventures at Phoenix Fan Fusion this year. So tell me what I missed, guys. What did I miss? Where should we start, Scott? Yeah, so um, the one thing I, I do, I have to give props to, uh, Cobra Arcade has been stepping up their... Uh, uh, their game lately, they they brought a whole bunch of uh, free to play arcade machines. Yeah, yeah, that area section. was that area was there last year, and I know mm -hmm. I, I remember me and Jeremy spent some time there. Um, but it it grew. It was that whole that whole wing um, of the exhibit floor was all about video games, and it was really cool. There was that the play right there's the Cobra arcade games. Um, the PlayStation truck was back, and new this year, uh, like an esports group, like it's a youth esports thing. I think it's called Bravis Entertainment. Um, they brought out a big screen, um, like huge, and they were having people play Super Smash Bros. Ultimate all weekend. And then off to the side, they had some smaller TVs at, at tables where you and three other people could team up for a quick game of Smash too. So awesome. it was it was really cool. No, I, I I love it when I said when they when they when they bring the games. Like I said, especially like I said it's it's a lot of work to bring on like full on like arcade games like oh yeah like like well, I, I, mean, I literally struggle so so just a, a quick side <laughs> a side little tangent so I struggled this weekend getting a, a little like hundred pound like arcade cabinet upstairs yeah well you um, bought one of the what's it? I don't know what they're called but they're the ones at Walmart yeah right? the little arcade one up so they they released a, uh, a a Mortal Kombat two machine that basically has Mortal Kombat Mortal Kombat two and then Ultimate Mortal Kombat three. Um, the cool thing about these 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 arcade machines too is, like I said, you can hack them to basically run basically a Raspberry Pi, and they can run, like I said, every other game out there. Not sponsored by the STS guys, um, but, it, <laughs> but it, it's we don't, awesome. we, don't <laughs> we don't recommend it, but you can. But you can, and like I said, there's a ton of videos out there that are doing it. I'm in the middle of doing it myself. Cool. Not sponsored by the STS guys. That yeah. was a good pickup, dude. 
but yeah, those things are heavy. Like you got to like great to bring a dozen or 20 of them or whatever it was. Well, Plus some pinball machines. Yeah. Pinball machines there too. Well, I was going to say that. And they had like the, they had the, the X-Men, like the four oh, player yeah. games. Yeah. Like I saw in your picture. Like, yeah. I saw your picture in like, so they, so they had the X-Men, they had the Simpsons there. I saw like, so that's, yeah. another, that's another four player one. Um, yeah. I said those four so, player ones, said, those are, those are huge machines. Yeah, possibly so, yeah, like, the greatest con photo I've ever taken was four oh, X Men cosplayers I, I, playing I ha- the X Men arcade. I, I, ha- I have to accept kudos to you, sir, just because like I said I, I was gonna I was gonna comment on that photo. I just didn't have a chance yet because that is probably the most epic photo that I've seen ever. Like, it was pretty rad. Like, I, I like saw him playing. I'm, I even asked. I was polite because I was kind of had to get up over him. I'm like, is it cool if I take a picture of you guys playing? And they're like, yeah. And then after the fact, I'm like, damn, that's a really good picture. Yeah, that was good, like, timing to be able to find, like, the four X-Men cosplayers playing that machine. You you have to take a photo and you see that. You were meant to take that picture just because I said, like, so what are the chances? said, because I said... It's it's not the biggest con in the world, but it's, but it's grown. Like I said, it's grown in attendance. It's like year after it's, year after year. Like I said, there's, it's there's even a, bigger this year. Yeah, there's a significant amount of people there. So, just you cross paths at the perfect time to where you were able to actually get basically the iconic photo of the X Men playing the X Men. It's like Instagram fate. Yeah. Like right, the Insta gods were looking down on me. They're like, Larry, you need to post this on Instagram at STS guys. Yeah uh it was it was good but yeah uh should we talk about uh like should we talk about security yeah so so let's I feel like that's always a thing especially with phoenix okay uh, was it as bad event? as last year so when uh, I basically so i'll stopped. let larry tell his story and i'll go through my story here so larry, let, let you go through yours so i i over the two days that we went uh, i went through security a total of three times so i am officially the sts guys expert on that security line um it really wasn't bad like it, like it was quick. It was basically the same as last year, Jeremy. Like if, if you, if you're listening to the old STS guys podcast from last year, uh, we had some issues, uh, getting through security. The lines were a little bit longer, uh, this year, I think there were like three or four people in line in front of me at the most, which, you know, it takes maybe 10, 15, not even 15 minutes. It took maybe 10 minutes because they, they search your bag. Like they make you take out all the electronics. It's the same as last year. Um, then they put the electronics in one of those plastic tubs. They hand you back your empty backpack or, you know, really nearly empty backpack, tell you to hold it above your head and walk through the uh, metal detector. I still don't get the whole point of I'm going to search your backpack and then make you carry it through the metal detector. Um, but at least it was a lot faster. And I brought I brought the gimbal today. Right. So I brought some extra stuff. I had no trouble at all getting through security. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Now, I, I just remember the horror stories that I had last year that I went when basically I was I was accosted at security. Yeah, I was a little worried, but today bringing the extra stuff, but it was it was cake and like I said, the lines weren't very long either. Like it was really cool. That's How about you, Scott? No, I I went in at opening today. So yeah. Saturday busiest day. Beginning, busiest day, the very beginning of the day. Those lines were long. Uh, that that was the one thing, but it, it's expected, right? You're like first thing there, go through. Like they were trying to get people through quick, and they had a lot of of people directing everyone where to go. I lucked out because I found I tried to 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 use the uh, little the wiles here, and uh, mm-hmm. I went through the uh, special engagement, like the one for the the for like. Uh, exhibitors like and ada and all that stuff, cosplayers that have too big of costumes yeah i just popped right in that line went between two cosplayers and all they did is had me take my phone out of my pocket they looked in my backpack and poked it with a stick a couple of times because that apparently does something <laughs> and then wanded me with like a little metal detector wander like all right you're good and like so that was the like the line to get into to get through so yeah i was people were waiting for a good like 20 25 minutes in the morning uh it took me maybe maybe five to get through the whole thing yeah so now was i to- supposed to go through that line i don't think so hey, but no hey, one hey. said anything doesn't matter you yeah. went through it it was quick for both of us i think that's the main takeaway yeah that's, uh, that's like, good it's a, definitely a win over last year yeah, yeah that is security good. was a lot better Ex- there's one thing though that bugged me the whole day about the security there. And I wasn't getting through the security lines. 
as is tradition with Phoenix Comic Con and and the the fan fusion, like the last like four years, they've done the wristband thing with the RFID. This year was no no exception to it, but what was noticeably absent from anything was the little RFID reader. So once you got your little wristband that had things, they just had people standing at each door and all the escalators yelling like wristband, like making you show them your wristband for everywhere that you went. One person, two escalators and in stairs. So really there's three ways to go up or down and there is one security guard checking to make sure you're holding your wrist up. Yeah. Like there was like, I don't know why I, I, I think I know why they were using the wristbands because they probably bought a whole bunch of them, right? Like, and they, they still have them. So why not use them? But I just don't understand why they didn't wheel out the, uh, the RFID reader machines for it. Yeah. I was thinking the same thing. That was yeah, my like, first thought. Like we got in and like, by the, like we went straight down to the, the exhibit floor. And once I got there, I'm like, wait a minute. Like I never had to tap my, tap my, tap my wrist anywhere. It was weird. Um, I don't know. I, I've, I've never been a fan of the wristbands. Just give me a nice lanyard and a badge. Uh, that's kind of the way to go. Um, Cause like we're done, right? We're not, I guess we're not going back tomorrow. Um, so I took my, I took my bracelet off, but I don't, I don't like having to wear a wristband for a three or four day con. Like it, it's, it's just it's, hard. It's, it's rough. Well, and, and I, and I think like I said, I think there, 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 there's pros and cons to, to basically, and it's, it's what do you do? And I, and honestly, like I said, I think if, if San Diego Comic-Con, like I said, can basically have the badges themselves with the RFIDs, I, th- yeah. I think, I think they, I think they have a pretty good system. I, I, I honestly think they have, have a pretty good system and they're the, the, the biggest con in, in the world. And if, the, and if they can basically kind of pull that off, I, th- I think, like I said, honestly, the badge with the RFID, I think that's the way to go. Um, yeah. Well, well it, like, right. Every place where we've ever worked in my entire adult life has had the RFID badge that you tap outside the door to get in. Yeah. Like, they're out there. It's not new and it works well. Yeah. Well, and I, like I, well, and, and I think, I think too is, like I said, part of, I said, part of, uh, the, the, the thing that I like, like I said, is that I like having a badge and, and I think it's just because yeah. it, 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 it commemorates, it commemorates the, my time there like i said like i said I, I, this, this is gonna be weird for the audio listeners but like i said i ha- actually i have a, a rack of basically every single badge of every single event that i've ever been to like i said there's a there's a there's a hook on my wall that basically has like i said just hundred there's i think there's about a hundred badges that, that that are hanging there yeah it's an instant souvenir and like you said like the cool part is like if i go to a designer con if i go to a san diego comic con you know, you go to these different events, you end up kind of with a similar souvenir that you can all put in one place. It's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, it's kind of like it's kind of like people collect pins like the, the badges yeah. kind of act along the, the pins for it. But the wristbands go straight in the trash. Yeah, I mine instantly was gone. I was like, I, what what am I going to do with this? It It's yeah. it's out of here. It doesn't even say Phoenix Comic Con. It's a square egg. Yeah, well, and, and I like the idea that I can at home when I'm done, take off a lanyard set it down somewhere and enjoy the rest of my day. And then if I want to go back to the con the next day, I can just put that lanyard back on and go to the, go to the con. Not the thing. If I have shit to do afterwards, like I have to wear this wristband around everywhere. Cause if yeah. I cut it off, they're going to give me shit when I go in the next day and have to go back to registration and be like, can I switch this out please? Like they're n- it, it's not going to work. Like, that needs to get fixed. <laughs> what the hell was that? <laughs> My bottle opener fell. Oh, okay. uh, I, 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 was, I was like, uh, is cat wearing? Is Scott wearing a cat collar? <laughs> no, I, I, my, my desk is glass, and I have uh, uh, the bottle opener for occasions such as tonight when we're broadcasting. And uh, yeah, I, so I just bumped it when I went to okay. get my water. I was <laughs> equally it, concerned. And it ding 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 ding. Yeah. And you stopped talking for a couple seconds. Because I didn't know what was making the noise. Okay. When you hear hear that, I was like, I I don't know what the fuck that was. Jingle jangles. Um, Yeah, so I don't know. Like, it it is what it is. If they choose to use wristbands, that's fine. I mean, it worked fine. There were no problems. But I just, it's perfect. Personal preference, 
I would prefer a badge. And and if you're gonna give me a RFID badge, let let me scan the, the RFID. Like it's it can't take that much. Like you can set up areas to scan those badges, and it would be easier than having the number uh, a security guard planted at every stairway and throughout all the different like little parts of the con. Like they had way more security than they normally do just to check people's like wrists uh, to go through. So like the use those RFIDs. But you know, like the hard part about that too is the security guard at the bottom of the escalator that's going up. He can't do anything once you're on the escalator and you're slowly moving out of his range. Yeah. Like it's, I don't know. There's got to be a better way to do that. So I, I'm not sure what prompted the change this year, uh, but I have a feeling it'll be different next year. But so I will, I will add one thing that Jeremy, I know that you and I had a complaint about last year's uh con in that there was not a lot of comic book vendors yeah that were that were around this year there was quite a few more uh that was one of the things that i was that's really good yeah that was one of the things i was worried about like going into this is uh, their vendor hall is always stacked like phoenix has a great level of like different retailers and stuff but the last few times that we've gone there they're they have not had a lot of comic book guys. They moved a lot of them up into like a, a separate area. But once you walked in there, there was it was just comic book shop after comic book shop just had their their long boxes out. So it was it was really refreshing to see all the comics. Very yeah, cool. uh, that's good. So uh, so I think uh, I saw I was looking at some of your your Instagram posts. Well, now that well said that Scott is on Instagram, like I so. am, yeah. yeah. Like officially, I said I, I was. So, I, I've said if you haven't followed Scott, I said make sure you follow Scott at Scott STS Guys, right? It'll come up as Scotty doesn't know. Yep, yep. <laughs> so make sure you follow Scott. I said on 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 the Instagram. I saw I saw a comic pickup. Like I said, I did. Um, I'm gonna hold it up here. It's kind of reflective, so it might be hard to see, and you can't really you can kind of see the, the the signature here. But I did find uh, for a decent price. A uh, George Perez Infinity Gauntlet. Uh, I got a story about this one because it was not in a spot. This was not actually at one of the comic vendors. Yeah, uh, that, uh, that we saw. So how did you how did you find that one, Scott? <laughs> so randomly. So I, today, Larry brought his son, and they, we went to this like shout out to Ian Doge. The yeah, shout out to Ian Doge. Um, he uh, had gone to this. We, we went to this random like vendor. It sold mostly like Pokemon cards and like they had a bunch of like card sets for the different card games. And I think they had magic, the gathering magic and exploding kittens and all, like all the, the, a bunch of card games. And so he was going through and like, I think you guys had bought like a deal for, for like, yeah, uh, five six, or six, six packs of Pokemon cards for 20 bucks, which is a pretty good deal. So yeah. we bought that. Right. Uh, and then and so, being, being 10 years old, you have to open your Pokemon cards right away. So yeah. Ian stood there for a little while, opened up his Pokemon cards. So so as we're going there, he's going through the Pokemon cards and Larry and I are standing next to him. We look down, they have a couple of short boxes, right? So the first two that I kind of, I'm just padding through are not like anything really, really that great. Uh, but the one Larry's sitting next to at the end, I look down and the, the comic that's sitting in there is the first appearance of Carnage that they have just chilling in there. I'm like, that's a, that's a first appearance comic. Like what the hell is that doing? Mm -hmm. And like, why do they have that? Right. At you know, the Pokemon like, booth. At it the felt, booth that sells all the cards. Like it felt very random to have like an actually cool comic book. So I'm like, yeah. Hey Scott, check this out. Yeah. Like, Whoa, that's yeah. Like he was equally shocked. And so I started penning through it and they had a bunch of first appearances, a bunch of yeah. like decent, like decent setups. And yeah. And then this just pulls through and I was like, Oh, that's cool. That's infinity gauntlet. And they had the price tag on it. And I was like, that's way too much for that. And I just went through it again. And then Larry was like, oh, let me see it. And then I realized the reason why it was as much as it was is there's the signature. Yeah. So that was a, a really good pickup in our spot that I did not think I would buy a comic book from. Well, who's it signed by? George Perez. The so, George Perez. It's pretty cool, yeah. man. Which, like which, right? is, which is cool because like I said he's 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 actually kind of ceasing to do cons. Uh, yeah, because like I said he's, he's he's getting older and he's kind of 
getting getting out of the business a little bit. So it's it's awesome that you were pick that up. Yeah, yeah and that's that storyline, right? Because the movies is going to be legendary for forever. So that one's I know it's gone up a lot over the last couple of years, but like price wise, it's just going to keep going up. Yeah, it's it's in it yours. Works. Like again, for just being a random <laughs> random short box, like it's in really good shape too. Yeah, like it's in All good right. condition. The 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 book is is great, but yeah, it was. Yeah. I ne- if you would have picked out like ten random boosts, and that was one of those, and was like, which one would have a signed comic that you would really want? I never would have picked that booth to even have comics in the first place. You, you know what it is, though. I said I, I, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna put this out there right now. You know you know you know what it is. It's I said we're, we're, me me and Larry are gonna role play right now. So Larry, Larry has a Pokemon booth. So I'm Larry's friend. Like, hey, you know what? Hey, I have this Pokemon booth. I'm going to Comic Con. Hey, you know what? Be nice if I could, just, you know, sell a couple comics. Oh, here, can you just bring these short boxes with? <laughs> it, it probably was. Possible, yeah. yeah. Uh, so up, I, I don't know, Larry. Did you put it up on the the STS guys Instagram or not? We actually took a picture of it with the the carnage. Yeah, so I saw I saw the first appearance of carnage. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's on our so, it's on our story. So that that box that that you saw. Uh, and anyone, I I say go check it out. Literally, was those three boxes surrounded by magic and like Pokemon cards and stuff. Like I did, it was it was the best pickup. I left it, like I walked away from it, and then well, like five minutes later, Larry was they were out going to yeah. check out. Not the even, dude. Cable. Not even. I was like, we barely got later, away, like, and you're like, I'm going back over. I'm here. going back to get it, and you pulled a Nate. I pulled an eight. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah. gonna do it. With le- like, you pull you an eight with less no. convincing. Say that again. So you pull a, a Nate with less convincing. Oh, no, yeah. I. No, oh yeah, no. Larry didn't even say. I wasn't going to encourage him to spend <laughs> yeah. that much money on a comic book, but uh, Nate yeah. on a Mezco, thats another story. But yeah, yeah so was, I was like, I was like, I'm not going to get that. Like, it's too much. And then we walked away, and I was like, I can't pass that up. I'm like, I'm sorry, Larry. Oh, yeah. You go on ahead. I'll meet up with you. Yeah, it was cool, man. So that's we didn't we didn't buy a lot. Like I saw so like there were like you're talking about the comic vendors. Uh there were of course there were a ton of Funko Pops. Um I mean there was some cool stuff, like some newer stuff, some comments I hadn't seen. Uh I saw the MLB baseball mascots for the first time. Like I hadn't seen those, they just came out. Uh they were cool. They had the other new MLB pops. Like I, I thought about grabbing a couple things that are like on my want list on the Funko app, but I, I didn't end up pulling the trigger. Like just nothing. Nothing I had to have. Now I do have something though. I I, I did like normally I went out. I went out of character and actually bought stuff at the at the cons this time here. So um, I'm gonna hold up another thing. It's gonna be really shiny. So please please <laughs> bear with me here, uh, Jeremy. I know you're gonna really enjoy this. Oh snap! So that is uh, it's Arthur. Uh, I, I'm gonna pr- sudium butcher my sudium. Yeah. Um, guy who did uh, the art for the walking dead and the marvel zombies creator uh randomly had jay and silent bob prints of them as zombies so so he he signed it and lo and behold comes with certificate of authenticity half geek would be happy yes (laughs) and but so because i am also a fan i may have bought one for myself nice (laughs) so Thank you, Scott. I appreciate it. Yeah, like so said. one of those, Jeremy, one of those is for you. No, like it's, said, a, it's a really cool print, man. Yeah, 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 yeah I'm going to say, Jeremy, happy birthday. Yeah, uh, a man <laughs> after, oh, yeah. So, <laughs> I can say happy birthday. It's like six <laughs> months early, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Happy early birthday, yeah. Um, like I said, it's birthday. Being, uh, so being, uh, I said, being the, the ultimate Kevin Smith fan that I am and having unique Kevin Smith items, like I said, that, that is that is definitely one to add to the collection. It, so I, and I it was, appreciate it. And the thing that was cool about it was obviously I knew who the, the author was or the, the artist and him, he was, he was the one that sold it to me. Like he didn't have like a booth eight or anything like that. It was him. And like he, I, you know, on the Instagram, I have the picture. I was like, dude, do you mind if I like take a picture? He's like, yeah, go ahead. Like, it was cool that he was there. He he like, I picked out the prints and he took it, pulled out a Sharpie and signed them both. And like did the the certificates right there. Like it was it was really cool to have an artist 
they're the you know like it, yeah. it's so cool when they're the ones that are kind of doing that and are signing everything in that in that way. Well, like I said I think it just makes you appreciate <laughs> it that much more just because like I said it's it becomes now part of the 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 overall experience and 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 I think that. Like I said it, it's a way for them to connect to their fans, but then also, like I said, it just it, it makes you excited, basically, for 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 that genre. I said once again. So yeah, I, like, I remember meeting. I said it's a, a lot of cool, cool different people. I know one of the cool people. I said that uh, I saw that Larry met. I've actually met before, and I said he's a super nice guy. Super nice guy. Like I said, he's like probably one of the nicest creators that I've ever met in my entire life. Just I because he'll spend time is. with you. Um, I think I know who this is too. Yeah. So the guy I I'm met. Talking, yeah. Go ahead. I met Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles co-creator Kevin Eastman. Dude, Just cool. Like like Jeremy said, he's met up a couple times. Scott's met up a couple times. Jeremy actually helped me get uh, some signed comic books like two years ago oh. at Amazing Comic Con Las Vegas because Kevin Eastman wasn't there on the day that I was going to be there. He was going to be there the next day. Um, so yeah. So that was cool. So I got to finally meet him um, and. Now that I'm all in on signed Funko Pops, I got this signed Leonardo Pop because Leonardo was always my favorite Ninja Turtle. Nice. Probably because his name starts with an L and my name starts with an L. Yeah, so, so kind of hold it up at the angle of the air. I do love how he drew his Ninja Turtle face right about the face of on the pop where yeah. the, the face of the, the, the pop is. Uh, at least in the video, it actually looks... It is, like, yeah. It, I'm looking like at it. lined up really well. I'm looking at it too, like the angle that I'm holding it right this second. Yeah. Uh, it's it's right in the right spot. Yeah, and he even yeah. commented like, "Hey, these are really cool. I like how I like how the the sharpie paint pens work, and it looks really great." I'm like, "Yeah, dude, like it it does. Like it all depends on if you take your time and sign it nice." But Kevin Eastman definitely takes his time and signs it nice. Um, Scott, who is uh, who is your favorite Ninja Turtle? So I was always like, of course, I'm a uh, Mikey fan. Come on. Yeah. Like the pizza, the cowabungas. Yeah. Like he was the he was the rad one. And like, that's who I thought I was as a child. Now, as I'm older, I think I'm more closely aligned to Donatello. But <laughs> Mikey was always my favorite. How about you, Jeremy? I'm a, I'm a Raph guy through and through. Uh like is it and so me me and Scott have actually said the the funny thing is so so back when me and Scott used to work together way back in the day um, not not the last job but the job before the that. job before the the job before that <laughs> I said we basically every month we basically used to buy Funko Pops that basically aligned to basically our favorite characters in a in a in a, in a genre so like some of them were Ninja Turtles some of them were they like said all sorts of random stuff and so during the Ninja, Ninja Turtles one I said. Uh, Scott got his Mikey, and then I said, I, I got my Raph. Nice. Well, this is the part where I have to admit that I don't know you that well, because I thought Donatello was your favorite Ninja Turtle. Oh, awesome. So I got you a Donatello 8-bit pop sign. You know what, though? I said, I don't have a Donatello, so it'll be perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, apparently, the Ninja Turtle pops, like the regular ones, are getting harder to find. Um, and this is the only one I could find that was in good shape at a reasonable price. Oh, perfect. So uh, that is I think amazing. it looks pretty cool. That so is... this is on its way to you at some point soon, too, thank, man. Thank you so much. I, I appreciate welcome. it. Oh, just, just I, I feel like I was there, but I wasn't there. So like, yeah. that's awesome. Just because you weren't able to make it out there, we we, we got you, fam. Oh, I yeah. said, I, I appreciate you, bros. I said, I, I really do. Yeah. But like I said, I, I'm glad you guys, I, Larry, I'm, I'm finally glad that you got to meet Kevin Eastman, though, because like I said, he is literally one of the nicest people because he takes his time with everybody and he'll chat with everybody. And yeah, he was he was super nice and super cool. Uh, like and the, he doesn't charge like. <laughs> no. Yeah. Right. It was the first signature was free. Yeah. Uh, like Scott said, I had Ian with me, so we got two for free. Uh, it, it worked out well. And even even if you wanted more than one, it was only 20 bucks. Yeah. That's a pretty fair price, especially because at that point you're getting two signatures. So uh, that's totally fair. Uh, the line was pretty was pretty long, um, but and it, and it moved at a decent pace. So even though he was taking time with everybody, but yeah, I saw him, somebody had like uh, an older Ninja Turtles like hockey jersey thing, which looked pretty cool. But like he was commenting on how cool that was and like what good quality it was and stuff. It was. It was cool. Like he was taking the time to to make, have like a personal conversation with you. Yeah, he like uh, he did that with like the, every time I've met him at cons, he's done that where he's tries to like 
pick out something to talk to you about. Yeah. So like, at least just for a few minutes, like if, if you don't bring up anything, he'll find something to talk to you about. No. So me and Scott, I said the last time that we, we met him, like I said, we were actually together when we met him. Uh, mm-hmm. and he was talking about how excited he was to go actually meet Charlie Cox. Yeah. And we got, he, he made the comment that he, uh, that Ninja Turtles was just different enough from <laughs> Daredevil not to get sued. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I forgot he was in, he was at amazing comic-con Las Vegas last year too. Yeah. And you guys were there. Yeah, so Very he cool. was. So we were talking to him about Daredevil because he literally stopped the line, ran to the other side of the con, and then came back with a Daredevil statue that he had yeah, signed. Yeah, came by back Charlie with the Daredevil Cox. Hot Toys that he had signed. <laughs> oh, cool! That's awesome, right? So, he he seems like a cool guy. Like he seems like he collects stuff. Like I've seen pictures of pictures of his office in San Diego. It's just got like it's right. Every inch is covered in turtle stuff. It's it's pretty cool. Well, I, th- I think just uh, that he appreciates the fans that that much, like I said, and yeah. and is willing to actually connect with the fans. I said he could literally be like I said. There's some creators that I've met. I said that are just that are complete like jerks. Like like honestly, yeah. like I said, I'm, I'm going to throw out some names right now. Uh, I said I, I don't want to offend people, but I said I, I just bad experiences that, that I've had personally. I said so if you've had good experiences with these people, you know more power to you. That's that's great. Um, the very first time I met I met Neil Adams. He was oh, a, he was. Oh, a, I knew. He I was knew a, that was going to be number one. He was on a complete list. jerk to me. Like <laughs> he was, he was such an asshole, and he was charging like eighty dollars for a signature. And so I'm like, hey, I'm like for eighty bucks. I'm like, because I, I didn't have a Neil Adams autograph in my collection, and I'm like, I'm, I figure for like for eighty bucks, I'm like, I said I should get to talk to him for like two seconds, like like and like, hey, you know, I really appreciate you know your influence on Batman. Oh, like, hey, you gave Batman the hairy chest, or like it's just there's there's uh like I said there's there's different things that Neil Adams did you know to, to Batman, but he literally says like I don't have time to talk right now. I said here here here's a signature, and like I said just move me along. I'm like what a jerk, like he was such a jerk, and then he thought I shorted him. By five bucks and so he had his aide chase me down for another five bucks when i'm like no i gave you 80 bucks like it, wow. it, it was a, it was a weird experience that's kind of concerning right especially the chasing you down for five bucks like i mean i, I hope that people aren't trying to screw comic creators over like for a couple bucks like they don't make a ton of money but I don't know. That's just a bad experience. But yeah, like he was cool. We, like, we had the honor of of meeting other celebrities too. We uh, did. The other one that I got to meet was equally as nice as uh, Kevin Eastman. Maybe even nicer. It was the slowest moving line I've ever seen. Because <laughs> Tom Kenny, the voice of SpongeBob SquarePants, uh, was talking to everybody, doing the SpongeBob voice. Uh, he was just super cool super awesome uh he signed my new spongebob squarepants pop with the rainbow that's uh, pretty awesome it's pretty cool i picked it up i picked it up on thursday at hot topic and i'm like yeah all right i'm gonna get this signed so it was it was really cool but yeah tom kenny was super nice my only complaint was that his line moves slow but that's just yeah. a minor complaint I, so, but I mean, so, so you gotta tell though like the con closed Oh, yeah, he stayed there to go through and like get everyone in lot that was in line. Yeah. To make sure they all got signed. Yeah. Yesterday, uh, the contract down at seven. uh, We didn't finish. That's just us. Right. There's still people in line after us. We didn't get out of there till like 730. So he he was he was being cool. He was making sure everybody got time with him, got a nice signature, all that stuff, even though the con was technically closed. So I I tried to make out like what it what it said. Like, yeah, what, 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 I what's, said what's it what say? it says. What? It's imagination. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it okay. is. <laughs> yeah, it, it's the quote that it, when he does the the rainbow hands. Yeah, and so, it's funny because he he like paused for a second, like he had to remember what it was, and then he's oh yeah, and then wrote it down. It yeah, weird. so it's good on him for like because you didn't ask him to write that. No, like, I good didn't. On I didn't him care. to be like to yeah. to think like what was that scene? What did I say in the thing? Oh yeah, this is what I said, and to write it down like yeah. That that proves that he's like a super cool guy. Yeah, super cool. Did you meet some super cool people too, Scott? I did meet a couple. I'm not going to pull it out because it's big, uh, but yeah, there's an innuendo hey, for you. Oh, <laughs> uh, so in, in this More tube throw here, pillows coming your way. <laughs> put it away. Put it away. So in, in the tube down here, I got uh, a uh, 
wonderful Mondo poster of Jurassic Park. Uh, it's one of their 325 exclude like limited edition posters. I think from uh, 2017's Comic Con uh, in San Diego, uh, and I had that signed by Mr. Jeff Goldblum. That's awesome. That's so that's, that's I actually cool. got to meet the man, the myth, and the legend himself. Wearing his Tribly, like he's like it's legit. Like he wears that little Tribly hat everywhere. Cool. How so, was yeah, that? that? He was pretty cool. Was, with the... He was super cool. Like yeah, I mean he had. It was kind of nice, like breaking that out. I, I was kind of telling the story earlier. Like he had never seen that poster. There's not that many people. I'm guessing that probably are running around with it. Uh, so he had never seen it. And so when I busted out, he was like, wow, I really like this poster. Like this thing is, this thing is really cool. Uh, the thing that threw me for a loop is he had like a police escort. Uh, so there's like a legit, like not just like a security guard standing next to him. It was a full on like police officer in full uniform, just standing next to him. Uh, it's good, I guess. It's good for him, but it was kind of like jarring. But the cop is like, "Is that a Mondo?" And I'm like, "How the fuck do you know what a Mondo?" <laughs> like, it's like how many surprising? Cons, how many cons do you go to, sir? Yeah, uh, that's awesome. But yeah, so I talked to him. He he was he was very nice. He it was a little bit more. I will say this: he, he was a little bit more on the expensive side uh, in terms. Of, it was closer to uh, Ace Comic Con prices uh, for for some of the the signatures there. Uh, but I feel like it was worth it for Goldblum because when's the next con that I'm going to see him at? Exactly. Yeah, he's he's kind of that A-list con celebrity, which I think br- brings us to, up to a good point to talk about. I mean, we just talked about a couple people we met. Um, I know Scott's got one more, but I do have one more. But we'll Phoenix Fan Fusion brought a really good uh, list of media guests this year right there's good yeah. comic creators and all that stuff but like i think that the ones who get the most attention are the tv and movie stars and yeah there was jeff goldblum um he Elijah do Wood. dude okay yeah, Elijah so, Wood. so real quick though i so said i so i actually had time to actually watch the elijah wood panel because they actually live streamed it on facebook oh cool he, he was dressed like a mime uh, are you gonna bring up that no well besides that i thought like, <laughs> that dude basically is at the all ages panel was like cussing like crazy <laughs> he, oh, like, really? he dropped so many f-bombs like i said oh, dur- yeah, during dude, his panel it was like, like it was amazing it, it, he's there with like I, I think he's like never got out of wilfred like, yeah. he's like you know what i'm just saying character is that guy for the rest of the it literally that's, made me sad. that's just who he is yeah yeah it literally made me sad that there's not another season of wilfred like it, just yeah. because like so just hearing him talk just the natural way that he is and not like you know hey i'm a hobbit or hey i'm you know this little kid from the good son yeah that's awesome yeah well, the, so kid, the kid playing the arcade in back to the future 2 oh yeah that's right i always forget that yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. hey that's wild goodman uh-huh. <laughs> yeah you're um, good at that mister <laughs> crack shot um yeah so like this is the first year that i know we've all been excited to see guests at phoenix uh, fan fusion so I, I i appreciate the effort and i think that the jeff goldblum like i know he sold out of photo ops sounds like the autograph line was steady all day like yeah. i i hope i hope that the people who run phoenix fan fusion like realize that okay if you bring these a-list uh, celebrities and yeah, people who charge, you know, hundred dollars or more for an autograph or a photo op that the appetite is here in Phoenix. And if you bring these, these cool people, we're going to give you money to go see them. Yeah. And they had a lot of other people. I mean, like George Takei was there. Yeah. Uh, couple I Star Trek people. a couple of Star Trek people. I always forget his name, but it's the guy who played Chekhov, uh, at the same time as George Takei. Yeah. Uh, I, like I, Walter. I, yeah. Walter, Walter Koenig. Koenig. Yeah, Walter Koenig was there. Um, so they had quite a few people. Uh, Voice of Vegeta, Christopher Sabat was there. Yeah, yeah, like, that's cool. Um, that dude's at a different con every dude. Weekend. That dude gets around. He like, does, but he like he's gonna be here he, often. Yeah, he'll he'll no. be he'll be like in in Austin because um, Austin has like I said a little small Comic Con coming up like in like like a couple weeks, and he's gonna be there. Like I literally see that dude at a con. Like he's like he's like all across the country. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And apparently, like today, like after the convention was over, he up and went to like a comic book shop to do more signings. Like the man is a trooper. 
but another person that spends time with each people, like each person was in the line, like talking to him about like, because he had a whole list of like, if you bought his autograph, he didn't have anything to sign. He had a whole bunch of prints as, as is tradition. Uh, but when he came up, he was like asking people like, why'd you pick like, like that one? Like, it's like, why is that your favorite character or whatever? Like, yeah, because he's, um, he's Vegeta, right, from Dragon Ball Z, but he's yeah. also a ton of other stuff, yeah, he's mostly all anime. Might, he's All Might and, uh, from My Hero Academia as well. He's also Piccolo. Uh, oh, yeah. In, in that he, yeah, he's like, he has a very distinct voice like that you hear if you watch a lot of anime, you'll pick up which roles are his. Yeah, uh, cool. And, and so, yeah. Life. So I, I didn't get a chance to, to like interact with him at all, but like I walked by his booth a couple of times and he was... His wasn't one of those ones where it was tucked back. Like he was at like a just a booth, so you could just walk right up and like see him and like wave. Yeah. Like so, it was it was really nice to to kind of be able to like half interact, I guess. Is just kind of like just watch him interact with the guests. You're close uh, enough that you can see him, yeah. Because like yeah. Jeff Goldblum, he's got the line of people in front of him, so he's a good what hundred yards, maybe more yeah. away from you. So um, it, it, if you think about him, he was like every like when you have a comic book artist right where you kind of walk yeah. up and they're sitting at their table, like at their booth. He was like standing at like a booth that but it was like where you walk straight up and like you, you kind of line up behind the, the booth to come uh, meet him. So yeah. uh, I thought of another one, uh, a, another pretty big one. Uh, Lando Calrissian, Billy oh, yeah. Williams Billy was D. there. Williams. Star yeah. of uh, coming, uh, you know, forthcoming uh, star Wars. Uh, Rise of the, the Skywalker. Rise of the Skywalker. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, so cool. The other one that was really hopping though that that surprised me, uh, Larry, you went to this guy's booth, but uh, I didn't get a chance to go into it. There's a another like a YouTube creator. Yeah, uh, um, I don't know his name, so hold on. It's oh yeah, there it is. Okay, so I do know the um, yeah. So the odd ones out, who is a YouTuber, he does some animations and stuff. I'm gonna hold up my phone if you can see it. There we go, sort of. That is <laughs> that is who it is. Um, he does these kooky kind of animation things that his line was full of children from like the age of 10 to 17. Yeah. He's probably tw big in the, in the tween category, but you know what? Like I hadn't heard of him, um, but he has 11 million subs. Holy so. crap. So, and so this <laughs> yeah. was, his line was legitimately like, I'm going to say his was the second most packed line of the day. Yep. It's pretty cool. Like, I, I didn't know who he was, but um, like I said, everybody was all excited. He was doing free autographs and free selfies, so you could take a picture with him. All he had to do was wait in line. Uh, he also had a ton of merch for sale, um, everything from T-shirts to make that uh, plushies. What was that? So make that merch, make that money. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, he had a table full of stuff, stickers, plushies, T-shirts, uh, posters, even a board game. This dude's got his own <laughs> board game. Yeah. Right, can can we can we think of some rules for an STS guys board game? Ooh, that's a good Ooh. idea. Or 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 well, in the vein of us, would it be, have to be an STS guys drinking game? It could be. It could be a mix of both. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say both, right? Like, uh, right. That's that's right. the best. Well, quick 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 side note too. Like I said from last week's podcast, since I I, I listened to it, heard you loud and clear. I will design a new game and we will play it live oh. on the podcast. Yeah. So I, yeah. I, I, okay. I, I will design a game. I said I'll have it ready in the here the next couple of weeks. Maybe maybe right before we go to San Diego, we'll do we'll we'll we'll, we'll do a game. I I I got I'll, I'll cook something up for you guys. Yeah. Cool. So, yeah, we should we should figure that out. So I, um, I mentioned though that this YouTube channel was the uh, second biggest line of the day. Yeah, because I ended up being oh, the person that was dumb and waited in the longest line of the day, and that was for Mr. Adam Savage uh, from the MythBusters and uh, uh, his YouTube channel. Tested. Uh, Wait, so he's kind of a YouTuber too. He is a YouTuber too. Um, su surprise, surprise. Uh, that line was a mess so in a traditional sense i had a i had a signing time right scheduled it was like here you go show up at four for your for that that's your time right four o'clock so i'm like all right i'm gonna show up about 3 30. i was told to leave and come back at four because they their line was too long and there was no like they, they couldn't have anybody like fire marshal getting mad like had the line had to leave 
So I showed back up at four as the time I'm told, and they're like, "Yeah, no, you're not. You're not getting your signature at four o'clock." And I was like, "Wait, I can't even get in line." And the line lady was like, "Nope, we're still doing the like the the three the three and three thirty people. So you got to you got to stay out of line." I was like, "Are you kidding me?" <laughs> like. Right. He's running behind, I guess. He's like running behind or whatever. Well, but like, so when so do I on. show back up? It was hold on. So it was it wasn't your normal autograph signed, right? It was kind of a special package. So yeah. So what we got with it is, uh, so you got a signed copy of his book, and then like thirty seconds to like interact and uh, a selfie. So I got I was given that package and and uh, got it. So I got the the book and it has his like he signs the book, right? So I got signature and then it was like a uh uh like a selfie thing but yeah i and what tyler is just bringing it up is i i think that they when they did a meet and greet and they're like it will be a meet and greet thing like you should know that it's like not that many and like i think they oversold tickets to to Probably. him and he was and, only there today yeah he's only there today so i think they, they oversold the tickets but it was just so frustrating to like show up at the time marked on my damn ticket and then have them be like no you're gonna have to come back i'm like well when and they're like i don't know like 30 minutes 45 minutes i was like oh that's fucking genius that you don't even know when you're telling me to come <laughs> back like so i showed back up though they finally figured out and got a, like a system going got through the line did get my picture um and to get to uh, awesome. to interact with them a little bit, and for anybody who knows, like I loved MythBusters and that whole the whole aspect. And I'm I, I listen to his podcast that he does and everything. Like it was really cool to meet meet the idol there. Whoa, wait a minute! He has a podcast too. This is like a triple threat. Yes, and the guy That's can cool. build. And the guy goes to comic cons and builds like amazing shit. Like yeah. I, everything. Everything about him is like I want everything yeah. about that life. <laughs> it's it's pretty awesome, man. Yeah. Like like I, your picture turned out great, the book turned out great. Like it was definitely a worthwhile experience. I think we went home with some really cool stuff. Yeah, no, you, you guys did. Like I said, I said literally without even being there, I felt like I was there. So like, yeah, yeah you guys, guys also like you have a really po- a really positive and great time. Yeah, I, I definitely probably had the most fun and most enjoyable Phoenix Comic Con, whatever you want to call it experience this year at phoenix fan fusion yeah this this was one of the best years for it like i i was able to pick up stuff for my daughter like for friends like i found anything that i needed or was like thinking about like my, my daughter's just getting into pokemon so i was like oh maybe i'll look for like pokemon shit and every other booth had like pokemon stuff it was wonderful gotta like, catch them all Gotta catch them all. But yeah, they had tons of different things that were up and available for everybody. So they uh, even had a room where you could play the Pokemon trading card game. <laughs> where Larry spent a lot of his time. I spent at least like two hours in that room. It was <laughs> it was great. I, know. I went I went it sounds so like the, it. So let's just put it this way. The entire like horror experience I had yes. trying to get through the line of the the adam savage thing larry was in the pokemon place and i kept texting me like i think i'm almost done and i was like still playing pokemon yeah i've got a uh, pokemon trading card game stories but uh it's a little late so those will have to wait for another, <laughs> another <laughs> podcast the 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 support can we can we tell about the supportive dad can i please uh, talk about the, the supportive dad we got yeah, like sure. we got we got a few minutes before we have to go sure. so so larry's son is playing this other kid and his dad is very into the Pokemon trading card game. Yes. And you could tell he's trying to teach his son how to play. But nine you know, or, most nine or ten year old man. Nine right? or ten year old, yeah. So yeah. he's he's not like super old. No. Now, most dads you have when uh kids getting kind of like sad that maybe he is about to lose, and the dad is like, you know, just try your best, like you'll you'll have like, you know, like you can't win every time. You know, you think they'd be like you know the the person would be like super supportive of, of their child and about the fact that no matter what you do the next turn this other kid is gonna is gonna win right like this kid's trying to like save his deck and the dad is like D- you're like yeah he's trying to tell him the thing but instead of being like supportive the dad's just like you just got spanked son like this kid's owning you <laughs> it's literally what he said yeah, he was that's kidding. like a direct quote <laughs> yeah yeah. I just said that. I just started laughing. I was like, oh my God, this is the way he talks to this kid. Like, not like, good job, son. Good job. He was like, no, I can't. His literal words when, when uh, Ian Doge won was, 
and I quote, shake his hand, that kid spanked your ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. And he did like, too with his basic deck that he bought at Target versus this kid who had a deck full of EXs. Like literally yeah. every single card was a high-end card. Yeah, and it was like... That yeah, the dad it, bought. The, da- the dad had clearly bought, and they had put in, like, individually wrapped, like, card holders. Yep. So it's not like a card thing. It was like a, a card protector for each individual card. So these people were, like, hardcore into it. Yeah, but, yeah, the, 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 dad's, the dad's legit quote of, like, just shake his hand because he kicked your ass. <laughs> like, what's the hands down best quote of the day that's amazing like i said listen i think i think this is like the pivotal time of we've gotten we've gotten past to the the point in time where like every kid walks away with a trophy now now parents are now on board with like you know hey just take your ass whooping and and get out exactly at least in in that family man yeah that was he was like dude the the dad was into pokemon he's like i'm not gonna raise a i'm not gonna raise a loser like that like shake that man's hand he kicked your ass now we're gonna go practice for he was yeah right uh that's that's i laugh but that's probably what happened um the dad was like right over the kid's shoulder the whole time too he's reaching over like right there's things on the pokemon card that you read to say what they do like Ian would read it. He'd grab the card and be like, what did that say? Like he, he was way too into it. And me being a hundred percent, the opposite was just sitting over there. Like me, me and Larry were, eyes. Like, me, me and Larry were sitting there right playing now. on our phones, like uploading yeah. Instagram photos. And <laughs> it's like, I don't know it was, what's happening, but yeah. my kid won. So yeah. Shout out so, to Ian. so Ian won, but the fact that, uh, the dad just, just, flat out just like crushing that kid's dreams better than any of us could have was the best thing of the day yeah it was fun so we did some different stuff too uh, there's there's something for everybody at phoenix fan fusion yeah so i know that probably no one's gonna listen to this in time to to go but i do recommend if you haven't gotten a chance to go to it and you're in the phoenix area uh, go check it out it's a fun time like yeah. you you'll find something that you like there uh, there's vendors for literally everything. Um, oh, c- can I tell the other story about the 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 place that we went into though? Yes. Uh, so there's there's one other thing that I thought was the the best thing ever. So I told you I was looking at at Pokemon plushies from for my uh, for my daughter. Ian was also looking at them. So we're walking around. We see this booth that has a couple walls of things, and I didn't really look at what they were. And then there was. Uh, a wall of Pokemon stuffy. So we're like, oh, let's go check out those things. So Ian walks past and luckily he didn't look around because what was in there on one wall was a bunch of, uh, I'm going to call them erotic body pillows. Like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, like body pillow covers that had naked anime women on them. And with, with, they were covered up appropriately with, no they were covered with sticky notes on half of them what kind they of just, sticky notes i think they were like were, were they the they hands were owl. no they were owl sticky notes over they're the little, lady parts yeah so they had the lady parts just had sticky notes over them to to maintain decency with the body pillow covers yeah. but please, i was like please tell me you got a picture only, of this only at comic-con Did are you, you gonna a find a place that sells pokemon stuffies and erotic body pillow covers Did you get a picture of this no. i did not because i was like i i it it shocked me because i was like ian don't look over here <laughs> scott went dad mode and you're like we should probably like, go i was like just just keep a look at the pokemon stuff here i was like yeah. trying to put my like stand in front of the naked ladies <laughs> it was, it was awesome. but you know what hello what that's i choose you body pillow <laughs> yeah i choose you naked lady pairing. Yeah, it, it just didn't make sense that those were the two things they sold. Yeah. Like that was that was what the booth was: Pokemon and body pillow covers. Yeah. So if you don't have, t- you're here. This especially if you're here in audio version, it's going to be too late to go tomorrow for this year. But Phoenix Fan Fusion, it's held almost every year at Memorial Day weekend. So go ahead. I, I know I'm already looking forward to 2020, but uh, check your calendars because it's coming probably the end of May. Uh, we were blessed with some pretty good weather this weekend, too, for Phoenix standards. It was like high 80s, low 90s. So it wasn't too bad outside. Uh, I didn't feel like right. I felt kind of happy for that guy who wears the burlap sack Oogie Boogie costume every year. Yeah. Uh, I was happy for that dude because he was just like 
only mildly sweating to death this year. <laughs> yeah. yeah, some of those people like they wear a costume. Like you do know you're in Phoenix, right? Like, like it's the dude so that was uh, the 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 guy that was wearing the Starscream costume, oh, yeah. but he had it was like, I, I, and I don't know if it's actually Starscream. I don't know the Transformers that well. We need Madden on here to to do that, but uh, he had it was like a Starscream, but it was jet black the whole way, and I was like, you are gonna be dying. Because he had the wings and these big like boot things and everything, like it's gonna smell like ass. Yeah, I was like, dude, but you know what doesn't smell like ass? And if you can't make it to the Comic Con, head over to (laughs) shoebystore.com. Nice. Um, I said they have your Funko Pops. You saw Leary hold up. I said he said hold up a SpongeBob. You you saw you saw him hold up that eight bit Donatello. So they have all that pop, all those pops and more at shoemystore.com. Definitely go to shoemystore. Enter code STS guys to save yourself 10, 10, 10 percent at checkout. Well done, Shoeby's the best. Shoe me is the best. Like I said, I I am I am uh, definitely packing some uh, some shoe protectors to the San Diego Comic Con. Nice. Yeah, yeah I brought uh, the pops I brought to Phoenix Fan Fusion today were brought in shoe branded pop protectors to make sure they got there and back safely. And you know what? They did. Uh, they survived nice. the day in my backpack without damage. Perfect. Thanks, shoe Thank you, shoe If you want to see all the pictures from our weekend at Phoenix Fan Fusion, you should head over to our Instagram and give us a follow, at Guys. I posted some stuff on Twitter, too, so check us out, at Guys. And I posted more than one picture on Facebook this time, so go follow us at The SDS Guys. And I am Larry from The SDS Guys. Chillin' like a villain. That's for you, Nate. What? <laughs> then after you do that, you should head over to the App Store. And make sure you download everyone's favorite new podcast app, PodCoin. It's available on Android. It's available on iOS. It is the app that will pay you to listen to podcasts. That's right. You could earn coins that you can turn into real-life prizes, like an Amazon gift card. So you can go buy things on your Amazon wish list. So I can get paid for listening to the SCS guys. You can get paid for listening to Talking Pops. You can get paid for listening to DC Figures and Collectibles podcast, even the Funko Funcast. All your favorite podcasts are available on PodCoin. I, I said I'm a PodCoin user. I said that's where I've been listening to my. To my, my I said why not? I said if I'm listening to if I'm listening to podcasts anyways, I might as well get paid for it. Now exactly. I do have to say, if you don't want to use the PodCoin app because you want to listen on your computer, though, you should go head over to iHeartRadio, where the SDS guys now. Have a home. Fair. Breaking news. This case, guys, are now officially on iHeartRadio. We are an iHeartRadio podcast. I yeah. literally we're think all, we're all everywhere now. Yeah. Like, we are on every major podcast platform, finally. Yeah. We're on SoundCloud. We're on Spotify. We're on iTunes. We're on Google Play. We're on iHeart. We're on TuneIn, PodCoin. We're on all the big ones, guys. So whatever, wherever you like to listen to podcasts, the STS guys will be there. Thank you for being a friend. <laughs> and traveling down the road and back again. My heart rings true. <laughs> you guys are my friends and my confidants. Well done. There was an awesome Golden Girls cosplay at uh, Phoenix Fan Fusion today, too. Shout out to those folks. Shout out to the Golden Girls. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know where I was going, so I pulled out folks. <laughs> but uh, I, I, was, I was waiting. I was like, is there, is there more to his folks story? Like, So if you've enjoyed this con coverage, well, guess what, guys? In like 58 days, we're going to San Diego for San Diego Comic-Con. So stay tuned to the SDS, guys. Follow us on all those social media because we're going to be posting up even more content live from San Diego as it's happening. And guess what? The three STS guys that are on this podcast are also all going to Funko Fun Days. What? It's going to be rad. It's going to be amazing. We're going to be there. Talking Pops is going to be at Fun Days. Our friend Clint is going to be at Fun Days. It feels like all my internet friends are going to be at Fun Days. So I'm looking forward to seeing everybody. Uh, Can't wait to get in line and spend a couple hours talking to all my friends. Uh, can't wait for Scott to go to his first fun days. Uh, it's gonna, it's gonna be awesome. 
that. And I it's am a great, excited. It's a great theme. I said you can wear shorts yeah. and you can yes. just be comfy. Like yes. just because they said it's a tiki theme, it's going to be uh, amazing. I am going to deck myself out in so much Tommy Bahama. <laughs> Coconut bra, here I come. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's thank you, Funko, for making it a nice summer theme. That way, if it is hot outside, which it has been the last few years in San Diego, um, yeah, thank God we can wear shorts. And on that note, you have been listening to the SCS Podcast, episode 85. I've been here. Hey, hey, it's Larry. And I'm Scott. And thank you for listening to our podcast. Until next time. Enjoy. Bye. Okay, bye. 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 Sit down.